0: Hey, this is Jen from Radically Distinct Radio, and I have a new text club that will send you updates when new shows go live. All you got to do is take out your phone. That's right, take out your phone, open up a text message, and this is the number you're going to text. It's 31996. And in the message, you're going to put RAD, R-A-D. Then I'm going to send you a link to the RAD chart, and then you're going to get regularly occurring messages once a week when new shows go live. Radic Instinct Radio. I'm your host, Jen Morgan, coming to you from Studio 212, Soundcasting Network in South Lake Union, Seattle. Last week, we talked about how to improve your marketing results, and I gave you an assessment that you can download at jenmorgan.com forward slash MA questions. That's marketing assessment questions. And I left you with that assessment because I wanted you to make sure you're asking yourself the right questions so that you could focus down on your goals for this next quarter coming up. And today we're gonna to talk about performance strategy, which is how you're going to achieve the goals that you have set. Um, I think that we all have a unique rhythm, a way in which we go about doing things. You know, if you watch the way that animals move in nature, you know, elephants move a very certain way, and horses move a very certain way, And people move a certain way and we move differently in when we're in the cities and when we live in small quarters and when we live out in, you know, out in the wilderness, say. So we move differently depending upon our environments. But I also think that we each individually have our own unique rhythm that comes from our, our upbringing, our lineage, just like the way um, life has happened for you. So this way that you create something and it's a physical version of how you do something, the way that you stand, the way you hold yourself and the way you perform activities. And I think that you have a natural flow And then society and culture come along and they try to mold us into something more consistent so that we can all fit into these lines and these boxes and these organizational systems Um, and or to have behaviors that are more appropriate or proper. Some of them are probably good for us and some of them maybe aren't so great depending on who you talk to. And then we have life that comes around and beats us up. <laughs> you know, we get hit by cars sometimes. And then we, like I was hit by a car when I was 12 and one of my hips is higher than the other one. So one of my foot, the way that my feet are shaped, it's really subtle. You have to look at it uh, in a in a uh, X-ray sort of way. But you can see a slight difference in the way that my feet are formed over time. So life comes along and it also affects that unique rhythm for how you create things. But your goal, I think when you're trying to, you know, market yourself is to make it be the most natural as possible so that you can feel more comfortable with it and start to get um, better, you know, start to put it. Practices into place that hope make you consistent and allow you the opportunity to really show who you are. And the only way to really show who you are is to feel kind of comfortable in the environments that you're in. And so the way to get into that rhythm is to start by finding your limits. And well, what does that mean finding your limits? When I was a kid, I was a figure skater and I had a coach, a private coach, and she used to, um, you know, she, she taught me my, she would teach my routines and then I would then have to perform them for competition and stuff. Well, one day I was just dinking around with this new move that I thought I had invented and I showed it to her because I thought it was this new move and maybe they'd name it after me or something. You know, I was very hyped up about this new move and she told me that I was just doing a sow cow on my left side. So I was previously right side dominant and all of a sudden I show up doing almost a perfect version like reflection of that with my left side and so that's what it means to kind of find your limits is to be able to perform something on your right side and then see how far you can perform it over on your left side right that's the concept of finding your limits I tend to be just sort of naturally one of those people who's good at finding that for myself and then I think that that's something that I bring into you know a a project. I help find the limits and then focus them down into what we're going to be best at as a team or a group or, or an individual. So when you're wanting to create a performance strategy, you're going to want to know sort of where you're at, right? Where, where you feel comfortable at, where you want to be. And then you want to find some ways that you can um, kind of cross train your skill set and Maybe that's going to sound really conceptual and out there. But if you think about yourself as as a marketing person and turning it into a sport, then it's a little bit more fun to think about. And also, I think you'll get the concept of what I'm saying a little bit better. Uh, For example, a football player, a football player is regularly using their body for work and they have to keep that body in really good shape, but they're getting really physically hurt and beat on all day long. And so when a football player starts to learn something like ballet, this is a good example of a cross training activity because you know as a as a football player you're doing a lot of the same training movements over and over and after a while you're it doesn't surprise your muscles anymore so doing something like ballet will help you focus your footwork and it will help elongate your muscles in a way that you aren't going to really get into in any of the of the movements that you would do in a football practice So when you're looking at what you're trying to create your performance strategy, what you're looking at are ways that you can stretch the limits of your marketing and sales skills with creative outside activities that allow you to aim beyond your goal to like a longer, like a, hmm, what's the best way to describe it? Sort of like an arrow. So if you have a goal that you're trying to aim at and you want to achieve that goal you want to be able to stay focused on that goal but you also want to be able to aim past that goal so that when you aim past that goal you're going to hit your goal strongly and feel feel good about it all right if you look back on your marketing assessment that you had downloaded again you can find that marketing assessment at jenmorgan.com forward slash ma questions That's the material for your strategy. That's where you're going to find, okay, I'm really good at this and I'm consistent at this. Here's an area where I want to improve. You know, I think some of you're going to do a self-assessment to figure out maybe why you think you weren't doing so well in those areas and maybe what life aspects got in the way of you being able to get certain things done. So once you've done that assessment, you have this raw material. And then you want to focus how you implement your plan based on building these three key marketing and sales skills. One, confidence to put yourself out there, to get into the game, right? And to up your game. Two, the consistency of your program and that you work your program right like you're consistently in the gym you're consistently um pushing and working that program right that's a that's a marketing and sales skill it's hard to be consistent we always want to change things up and do something different but it's that consistency that allows people to really know that you are for real that you're really strong in this area and that people should work with you and the third skill is conversion. And that's the rate at which you meet new people and, you know, convert them or, you know, develop them into clients or develop them into some sort of a partnership relationship. I was talking last week about how I went from having stage fright to being able to now speak at events. Now, what I did was I had my goals for how I was going to develop myself as a speaker and specifically, how I was going to slowly get speaking gigs and develop my content. But I needed something else that was going to help me first with my confidence, because I was scared to mess up and to not get myself out there. So I did improv, and eventually, I was doing stand up. And both of those really built my confidence to put myself out there and fail and be a fool. And then with the radio show and the podcast, that's been my number one way that I've improved my ability to create a talk in a certain amount of time. Um, It's like one of the things that somebody will ask me when I speak at an event is, you know, we need you for 15 minutes or we need you for 45 minutes. And so I have all this marketing or all of this, you know, these different talks that I do. And I have to figure out how to make them shorter or longer and deliver on a certain point. So what can I promise and how can I stay on time? Well, the radio show really helped me. It helped me with my confidence, but more than, more than anything else, it was the regularity of doing the podcast that was helped me to be able to get more efficient with my time and more, more accurate in what I thought I could deliver. Um, And then when it comes to conversion, you know, I'm just starting to work on work more on this within my talks. So how can I do my talks in a way that leads to either more people wanting to talk to me about working with me, more people opting into my email list, which is, I haven't yet figured that part out. I, last time I spoke, I, I started the text club and um, I had the first time I did So I'd done the text club twice. The first time I did it, I had half of the room, like, so 45 people, opted into the text club and the second time I did it I was in front of same same size It was about 80 or 90 people and I only had two people opt in. So uh, clearly on the one hand I was better at you know asking for an email address or asking for a, con- uh, a, a you know some sort of a way to track my ability to convert. And the second time I didn't do as good a job while speaking but I did end up having more meetings. Excuse me. So that's how I think about it when it comes to developing a performance strategy. You you know, you got to have your goals in place and then you need to go to your assessment and look at the things that you want to work on. And then you want to focus that strategy down into these very specific skill sets in marketing and sales that are going to help you better implement that plan. And those three skills are confidence to put yourself out there, consistency to work your program, to have a program and to work your program. And then the third one is conversion. And that conversion is, you know, you're going to make an ask and people are going to say yes. You know, that your ability to ask a certain number of people and then be, be able to get them to say yes. All right, and that's what I got for you today. If you like this show, please rate and review it on iTunes so that we can get more people who can hear us. If you aren't already, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Radically Distinct. In fact, come over and say hi to me. I'm also on Twitter at Jen Morgan Brand and on LinkedIn at the same. Until next time, my name is Jen Morgan, empowering you to be radically distinct.